the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. The views and opinions expressed by Rob Black and his guests are not necessarily those of KDOW or its management owners or advertisers and should not be construed as legal tax or investment advice. Always consult with the appropriate advisor before making any investment or financial planning decision. Welcome in. Rob Black and your money. I'm Rob Black talking all things financial. Money investing and more, trying to get you to retirement one show at a time. Some of the headlines that I'm seeing out there today, I like to interpret and try to figure out something to do with them. One of the headlines, Cristiano Ronaldo just became the first player in soccer history to score 100 goals for three different clubs in his country. Like That's impressive. Too bad he's a boring person because his social media stinks. But he's a beautiful soccer player. Can't find any story there. Maybe the story is there's very few people in the world who can score 100 goals. There's very f- even fewer who can do it three different times in three different clubs. There's even fewer. like you, so, you can, so you can get the idea. Keep in mind the average person doesn't play professional soccer. The average person doesn't play professional basketball. There's another story out there that I jumped out at me about a, a baseball player for the San Francisco Giants Farm Club. Uh, I guess he got depressed last year and tried to commit suicide. Don't know the facts. Something along those lines. And he lived. And that's where it gets kind of grim because as he just, as he was waiting for the ambulance to show up, he gets in the shower. Like he shot himself in the head and knocked out his eye, and he still has the idea of like jumping in the shower, like to clean things up a bit. Me. If I shoot myself and my eye gets blown out, I'm just going to lay there. I'm just going to like, uh, I'll let the medics deal with a mess. I'm not touching it. But the dude hit a home run with one eye. Now it's a triple A baseball. It's not quite professional MLB. He may never get there, but that's a skill. Then I'm starting to see some other headlines. That just, again, remind, oh, by the way, we'll talk about the market in just a second. 16-year-old American Idol finalist exits show after video showing him next to the KKK in in hoods. Uh, so it looks like he was at a party 10 years ago, and someone thought it'd be funny to dress up as a KKK member, or someone is a KKK member. I don't know. Um, and the video comes out, so he quietly leaves the show. Just to remind your parents, tell your kids, always assume there's cameras on. Always, because I believe there always will be cameras on. I told you this weekend I got to videotape my first Karen. (laughs) I'm thinking about turning it into a Karen site, but I can't do it because I know the person. But she lost her mind when she saw kids not wearing masks. Um, Other headlines that jump out, a TikToker made a wall of color with a thousand free paint chip samples from Home Depot. Now, when you're taking a thousand paint chip samples, are they really free or are you kind of hurting the store because you're not buying the paint? She goes on TikTok and she does a beautiful job of, of taping them to her wall. And it's a beautiful wall. 
the only angle I can get out of this story is that people are seeing it. And again, it, that means bad news for ABC, NBC, CBS. That means bad news for radio. If our eyeballs are, are being taken up with TikTok hours, there's only so many hours in a day. That's why you have to believe in investing in social media. Jason Nash told David Dobrik in 2018, you don't get bad press unless you rape somebody. Oddly enough, someone on his crew raped somebody and his career is destroyed. Um, again, social media careers, they can go bad too from stupidity. But this one was the, the, the most shocking headline of the day that I've seen so far. Saturday Night Live faces mounting criticism for appropriation of black vernacular in a Generation Z hospital sketch with Elon Musk. Uh, the thing that I find striking about this, it was, it was written by a black man. Michael Che wrote the segment. And he's getting called for appropriation in his own language, but it was all white actors. Not all white actors. There's an Asian actor, and there's a black actor in the skit, too, and Elon Musk. But I, for some reason, that's not terribly offensive to me. Um, it's almost, to me, it's poking fun that, I'm surprised we even have the term A-A-V-E. What does A-A-V-E mean? African-American vernacular English or Ebonics. Um, but people are upset about it. And Twitter's going crazy about it. Is it gross? Maybe. Um, I don't know. It's Again, it just it tells me that the internet is a slippery slope. Be smart with what you put out there. And we are in a cancel culture right now. Taking a look, the markets have rebounded from yesterday. So yesterday we got off the air and we were in a pretty good correction. And it got, for lack of a proper English, I'm going to use raw black ebonics right now. It, it, it was a pretty bad market when we left and it got pretty much badder as the day went on. Okay. Hmm. New jobless claims fell to a new pandemic era low. So people aren't getting fired, but we saw in last week's jobs report, some people don't want to go back to service jobs. And we've heard it from a variety of restaurants that people don't want to go back, that the last year has taken their toll on them and they just don't want to work in that industry. I've worked in fast food and it's gross and disgusting. Um, this is embarrassing to admit, but when I was 16, I was Saturday mornings, I'd get up at two in the morning and go to Bob's big boy and I had a job making breakfast. And if you, if you did bacon, Oh, disgusting. You went home and you were just caked in grease. Um, I wouldn't want to go back. I, it's not even a job I want my kids to do. It's disgusting. Um, so we do have some problems with the economy. I love the new jobless claims number. It's fantastic that we're under 500,000. It's fantastic that we're moving to 400,000 very quickly. But we still are going to need to get people back in jobs. And I'll tell you, McDonald's is sending up the white flag. They're offering bonuses and they're offering a 10% raise to all workers. I'm making it a little bit more lucrative to get covered in grease. Anyway, Bumble is a fascinating... Um, documentary waiting to happen. It was founded by 
female who worked at Tender who bumbles. It's a dating app, right? But it's one that is a little bit classier than the opening line of, hey, do you want to make love? Or you insert the term. See if it works. If it works, you're thrilled. If it doesn't, like, Tender is just blunt and gross. It, it's it's too much force. So the woman who starts Bumble, she worked at Tender, and she was sexually assaulted by the fo- co-founder. She was one of the she was one of the top ten first employees, and one of the co-founders harassed her. So she goes off and starts her own company, and she's a billionaire. Good for her. You don't find those stories all that often, right? Um, every stock I own except for one is up. The only stock not moving right now, Roblox. Because they went up all last week after earnings. Interesting, right? Right. So, 800-516-1220 to get your calls on the air. Anything you want to talk about, we can talk about money investing and more. We'll talk about inflation. McDonald's is raising costs. That's going to hit food costs to you and me down the road. Labor's uh, don't have enough time to get into this. We'll, we'll circle back. Find me online at robotshow.com. Find the link to the other version of the podcast by going to Rob Black's Twitter. His handle is at Rob Black Show. Listen to Rob Black and Your Money weekday mornings, 7 to 9 on AM 1220 KDOW. So I know someone last year who bought an RV, parked it in front of his home and called it his office. He couldn't stand to work inside the house with his children and his wife. He had to have somewhere to go, and his office space was not welcome, so he created his own brand-new office space by buying an RV. Many Americans said, let's go on vacation last year, but let's do it in the safety of an RV. RV sales skyrocketed. I would imagine this year you can get a pretty good deal on an RV because people are going to start selling them and going back to work and go back to their homes. Eh, It's not that simple, but let's oversimplify things, shall we? One of the stocks that did really well last year is kind of an RV kind of play. For Father's Day, I got a Yeti. I know you're saying, did he make you some spaghetti? No, I got a Yeti. And what is a Yeti? <laughs> this almost gets kind of embarrassing, right? It's a really expensive, I know you're saying, is it a semiconductor? What is it, Rob? What's a Yeti? Is it a car? No, 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 no. It is a cutting edge piece of technology that keeps your beer and soda and ice cool. So it's a refrigerator. No, 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 no. Not quite. Um... Not that exciting, unfortunately. They make coolers. They make water bottles. They've started getting into some other areas other than just the beer, um, the cooler. If you're an outdoors man or woman, you know this. Yeti is neither abominable nor is it elusive. It's everywhere, and it's stolen a lot. They're expensive, crazy expensive. You can spend $200 on a cooler that you ultimately throw ice in. You throw some beers in, maybe some fishing bait, and you go fishing. And if you forget to open it for a week, it's all still there, and it's all still good. Fishing trip got canceled. 
Oh, I bet that beer's skunked. I bet that fishing lure bait's skunked. Nope. So campers, huntermen, hunters, fishermen, outdoor types, we all know it. They make the Tundra Hard Cooler. Now you go and price that thing and you're going to see, holy mackerel, that is pricey. Because you think of a cooler as like, eh, maybe in Hawaii, you're like, let's just go to CVS and get a styrofoam cooler for $10. No, no, no. <laughs> this is very high-end stuff. Why do I bring it up? It wasn't a breakthrough. It wasn't anything that changed the world for the better. It just kept our goods cooler longer. And they had a great quarter. And they said, next year looks great as well. I don't know why, and I'm going to start looking into it, because it's a stock that maybe I want to own. I don't have to own just Apple and Microsoft, you know? I can own a company that makes 40% profit margins selling a rubberized product that keeps beer cold. I can even get behind that. I could tell my kids, hey, we own Disney, let's go to Disneyland. Hey, we own Yeti, let's go buy a Yeti cooler. Like, I like pooping where I, I invest. Um, I, I use the products that I invest in. So one analyst has a $100 price target on it. And his quote was, signs of continued robust demand. Even though it's outperformed, and even though he's been spending a year upping his expectations, he noted that momentum from the fourth quarter when sales expanded 24% year over year on top of 23% growth in the prior period relatively easy right now because we're now just starting to factor in the first phases of the Yeti, uh, not the Yeti, but the COVID invasion. I'm not really, there's not much more to say than that other than it's interesting to look at. And I certainly understand it's a quality product because, oh, I think what I, I wanted to go with this segment, people steal these things. Like, if you go to the beach and you go for a walk, it's gone. You can't leave that thing unattended. Just throwing it out there for you. But also, like, if you have Thanksgiving or Christmas and you have, like, extra ham or extra turkey or whatever, you can throw it in there with a bag of ice and your ham and turkey will be protected. <laughs> Doesn't have to go in the fridge. Okay, big stories today. McDonald's is the latest company raising wages. We're going through a round of wage inflation. And that's good and bad. It's good for the worker. It's bad for the consumer. In the long run, the person who works there is also a consumer. So you could say, well, there's an offsetting bite right there. Yes. But I live in a Goldilocks world. I don't want too much inflation, even wage inflation. I don't want too little inflation that creates deflation. Deflation to me is worse than inflation, but fortunately, we don't usually have to think about that. Sonos, their stock is soaring today after a surprise earnings beat. I know the founders of Sonos. They used to be the founders of a company called Software.com, which was acquired, I think, by Phone.com. Getting a little bit messy, and this is 20 years ago. They all, one company ate another company. That company got sold to a bigger company. And these guys come up and start Sonos, which is an amazing wireless speaker. Um, 10 years ago or 15 years ago when I started adulting, when I started settling down, 
I was like, I'm going to get some kick-ass speakers. Wireless speakers are the future, man. Because I hate speakers where you have to use those copper gold-plated wires. and One goes in the plus, one goes in the minus. And you have to run that cord and hide it. And I'm, I'm not a big wired speaker guy. I'm done with wired speakers. Sonos was the first wireless one. They beat Google to the punch. They beat Apple to the punch. They beat them all to the punch. And it was high-end stuff. Um, I've got a Sonos soundbar now. I've given up on the speakers as I went more towards Apple Wireless. I still have some, and they still work quite well. But this was another thing that I thought was interesting. I overheard a conversation recently about people getting mad at companies like Roku. Oh, my Roku stopped working after eight years. Eight years for a tech product is amazing. Because eight years ago, the standard when you turned on Roku and went to Netflix, Netflix didn't have this dynamic menu that like flashed 365 different colors in your face and rotated and, and scrolled up and scrolled left and scrolled down. Everything was simpler. So when you bought hardware like speakers, you didn't have to have a lot of RAM in it. You didn't have to have a lot of memory in it. And over time, we're learning like we want more experience built into the product and therefore you have to replace the technology. Some people get upset when they have to replace their technology, even though that's the cutting edge. It was cutting edge when you bought it eight years ago, right? It's not cutting edge anymore. And yet we want to do what's being done today. That's one of the things I love about tech, smaller, cheaper, faster. Plus it becomes obsolete typically after two or three years. My kids looked at my phone the other day and said, dad's got an iPad or an iPhone mini. And they were mocking me. I'm like, this was the biggest phone they made three years ago, kiddos. And they were mocking me. I didn't beat them, but I did uh, batter them with like egg and flour. I'm Rob Black talking all things financial money, investing and more. Find the link to the other version of the podcast by going to Rob Black's Twitter. His handle is at Rob Black Show. Listen to Rob Black and Your Money weekday mornings, 7 to 9 on AM 1220 KDOW. I'm Rob Black talking all things financial money, investing, and more. Thanks for listening to the show. Disney. The house the mouse built. It's quite an adventure, in my opinion, when you look at Disney. It's a stock that I own. Later today, 1 o'clock Pacific time, I might go to my Yeti cooler, grab a frosty cold ice water, sit down and listen to the conference call later today on Disney. I like the conference calls. I'm not a guy who watches CNBC and watches them report on conference calls because I'm looking for something specific to me. If you've never heard a conference call, I highly recommend. Um, It's not like that. There's a lot of that baseball analogy where the manager's like, well, we certainly played hard and we prepped and we're ready for a good season. Blah, 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 blah. Cliche, 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 right? With Disney, it's money. So it's a lot more like a lot less cliches. Now, again, there are Disney's not going to come out today and say, man, we blew it, man. It it feels like we've been eating like raw, raw chicken for the last three months. And we've just had food sickness and we're all dying over here. They're not going to get lead with the bad news. The monarch of the magic kingdom is no man. It is a mouse. Mickey mouse. It's the largest media conglomerate. And it's not well positioned because one of the things I keep talking about is 
You know that girl who went to Home Depot and stole, not stole, but acquired a lot of paint samples and then made a wall out of it. And we started watching her make this beautiful wall with paint samples. And she didn't actually have to buy paint. She just got thousands of free samples of what the paint looks like, the paint ship, so to speak. That hurts ABC and Disney. I, I can't name one show on ABC. I, I, I can name 2020, I think, is on in ABC. I can't name one show on ABC. Isn't that weird? I can't name one television show on NBC. Weird. I like this is this is stumping me. So we've kind of grown away from our reliance on the network. So why does Rob Black own ABC? If I would be stoked. Stoked. I would be so stoked. It would like be the best day of my life if Disney were to sell ABC. Um, I know, right? Because that's it, it's it's very legacy at this point in time to have to be a TV station. So Disney has movies, television, streaming, publishing, theme parks. There's a lot going on. If you've ever seen like a member of the opposite sex that is sex that is just stunningly beautiful to you. There's probably like three or four things going on there that you're like, whoa, I didn't know that combination existed. There's a lot going on with Disney. There's a lot to look at. Disney, ESPN, FX, National Geographic, A&E, 20th Century Studios, Marvel, Lucasfilm, Pixar, Disney Pictures, Searchlight Pictures, Blue Sky Studios, Disney Parks, Resorts. Um, The Resorts, oh man. I always feel bad for that dude that has a child that loves Disney. And the child loves Disney so much that he gets roped into going on cruises and going to Disney resorts. I feel bad for that dude. Because it's never a good look to be at the bar at a Disney resort, losing yourself in six to 12 years. And Mickey Mouse walks by. No, it's never a good look. But so Disney World, Disneyland, we're going to get just a plethora of information tonight from Disney. I'm kind of stoked about it, to be honest with you. Um, it'll be a good When I look at Disney, it's tough to even compare them to anyone. They've had an amazing year when their parks were shut down. What sort of cash flow do you think they're going to pull together when their parks are open? Two years ago... We were doing stories about Disney just opened Star Wars land. And you can buy a alcoholic beverage in a Disney resort. And you're like, ooh. And it's going to be like a Star Wars green drink. And then you hear it's going to be 20 bucks, but you get a souvenir cup. And you're like, when did that happen? No drink should be $20. But at Disneyland, they can be. I love Disneyland. Um, I have a friend that she kind of grew up a California girl and she loves Disneyland. She's like, oh yeah, when we, I worked there, she's like, I wasn't small enough to be a princess. I'm like, what? She goes, oh no, no, no. I, I do the rides because you know, she was a normal sized woman. And, uh, <clears throat> her dream was to be a princess. And I know I'm, I'm like, 
was it really a dream? Like, was this like your, would that have been star search for you? Would that have been American Idol? It would have been, but she tells me, she's like, Oh yeah, let, let, let me give you the secrets here. Like I could show you every place in Disneyland where people smoke marijuana or they, they, they hook up, make out with the other workers. And I'm like, really? So Disney has this weird, like fascination to me. Okay. So there's going to be an afterthought tonight on the theme park television and some of the other businesses. I'm going to be focusing heavily on Disney Plus. Heavily. Company was supposed to add about 14.4 million Disney Plus subscribers in the second quarter to reach about 109 million at the end of March. Um, they're earning money. And again, they don't have the cash flow from the theme parks yet to really fund Disney Plus, Hulu, ESPN Plus. ESPN, a couple of years ago, they were in the, you know, they, they might have covered boxing a little bit. They, they had no interest in UFC, none, until they did. And now they're the, the dominant streamer of UFC fights um, on ESPN+. Plus. So Disney's ambitions will be something that I look heavily at. I will want to hear a lot about movie theater segments, which remains impacted by the COVID-related closures. I have seen the next 10 movies, 10 to 12 Marvel movies that are coming out. And they're starting up another storyline. A lot like Endgame just ended with the five Infinity Stones or something like that. The bad guy Thanos snapped his fingers. Did the world go away or not? That took 10 to 12 movies to arrive at that conclusion. They're doing that again. And I'm like, oh, I'm not investing in this. I'll go see Gal Guardians of the Galaxy. That's cute, but I'm not investing in. Uh, what's the one that um, I don't even know. It doesn't matter, does it? Black Widow. She's not a superhero to me. I just she's not. Uh... It's interesting. Um, they say that superheroes kind of represent their time. So Black Widow might have been when the Cold War, and there was a lot of double agents kind of thing. Uh, in people's minds, what would they be like today? What would a superhero that just got today's powers like? Clearly, someone someone's going to have to be a hacker, right? Someone's going to have to have the ability to vax man for sure. You're going to have a hacker. You're going to have a guy who can change the DNA. You're going to have where does autism fit into this? Because it's more of a reflection of t uh, if superheroes are a reflection of time. Anyway, I'm going down the wrong path. Um, but for me, COVID-19 and Disney, how much of Disney plus was pulled forward and how much was it born in COVID-19? Did Disney plus pull people forward and they're going to start stagnating? I don't think so. Um, I'm not a big Disney plus kind of guy. I'm not a superhero guy. Star Wars have seen them done it kind of thing. But when the next season Mandalorian comes back on, maybe I'll get it for a month or two and turn it off. That's a beauty of Disney Plus too, right? And Hulu and Netflix. When you don't want it, there's not that messy Comcast. Oh, you signed a two-year deal, so you have to pay three months to cancel. And then you're like, oh, I hate you. I don't like contracts like that. I just think they take advantage of people, right? So Tesla's going to stop accepting Bitcoin for environmental reasons. Bitcoin is getting crushed. Not to the tune of going to zero, but a couple months ago when Tesla said they were going to accept Bitcoin, we talked about it on the show and we said, that's a good thing for Bitcoin. You could actually buy a real product. Chad Burton, 
came on the show and said one of his friends bought a Tesla with Bitcoin. I think he said that. I know you're saying that can't be true. Chad Burton can't have friends. <laughs> no, Chad Burton has friends. But uh, yes, I am a financial planning robot. I love them. Love them, love them, love them, love them, love them. But Bitcoin's down 7% today. It's at about 50000 Tesla announced a regulatory filing that it had bought $1.5 billion of Bitcoin in February. And they actually made their earnings by selling some. When you take a look at what they would have earned without the credits for environmentals that they're selling to other companies, and without the Bitcoin profit that they sold 10% of the original position in, after it spiked, they would have lost money last quarter. So to me, this Tesla or this Bitcoin story is bad news for Tesla. Not right now. A couple quarters from now when they can't really sell it if they don't get back into it. When they've kind of booked some profits, their quality earnings are going to be like, how much do you make selling cars? Not Bitcoin. How much did you make money? How much did you do on your software, your autonomous driving? So to me, that it's more of a story for another company than for Bitcoin itself. But it would also be nice if Bitcoin could be transacted in something we want to buy instead of ransomware. I'm Rob Black, talking all things financial money, invested more. Find me online at robblackshow.com. Find the link to the other version of the podcast by going to Rob Black's Twitter. His handle is at Rob Black Show. Listen to Rob Black and Your Money weekday mornings, 7 to 9 on AM 1220 KDOW. I'm Rob Black talking all things financial money. Initial unemployment claims dropped more than expected to fresh pandemic era lows. We hit a number of 473,000. Once that gets down to 400,000, that is a good number. The problem is in the jobs not being lost because we're automatically going to create jobs. People are going to come to this country. They're going to need a doctor. People are going to come to this country and they're going to need to work in this country. We automatically create jobs. It's built into our economic system. Very rarely will we ever go a month without creating a job. Like I can't imagine. Even when we're at war, we're, we're hiring soldiers kind of thing. So, That 473,000 number is a decent number. It's a bad number in a good time, but it's a great number coming out of a pandemic. We're moving completely in the right direction. Good news, right? That should make the stock market rally. The downside is, is the we're not creating, people aren't going back to work. So even though we're creating some jobs automatically, there's some people who have gotten a little bit used to the state unemployment benefits, the federal unemployment benefits, the stimulus checks, and they're kind of waiting for a better opportunity than a low-income job or the same old job that they used to have with the same old Richard of a boss that no one really liked anyway, right? I'm trying to be politically correct as much as I can. Huh. Kids FaceTiming me. I always wonder why my kid would FaceTime me. When I'm on radio, do you want to say anything to the radio audience? No, I better not do that because you're the kid who curses. Um, so hopefully the house isn't on fire. Anyone's dead. I'll find out after the segment's over. Um, I feel awful if someone's had a heart attack and they need me. I had to finish my show. I had to finish my show. Oh, I get died. Uh, so the job's number. We got some complications. And to fix this, 
McDonald's is saying, we need employees to make food. We have to pay them 10% more. So they're giving a 10% raise to all their employees. Now, that's only at the corporate stores. The franchisees don't have to follow it. But that'll put some pressure on the franchisees. Tesla's going to stop accepting Bitcoin for environmental reasons. That's kind of funny to me. That Elon Musk didn't think that one through. That Bitcoin's 80% mined in China, polluting the environment. A lot of people are worried about the, the Winter Olympics coming up in two years. A lot of people are worried about the Summer Olympics. People in Japan, my brother lives in Japan. I was made in Japan. I know you're saying, are you going? No, I was, I was actually born in Japan, so I could say that I was made in Japan. I should have a little tattoo on my butt that says made in Japan. I know you're saying, that's not even funny, Rob. No, it's not. Um, there's questions about the Olympics if they're going to go through because the people of Japan don't want them. Who would ever want an Olympics after we saw what happened to Rio? Rio had the most stunning, beautiful Olympics. The, the people from South America stunned and awed us with incredible pageantry. And then a year later, a lot of the buildings that they built were covered in like jungle. <laughs> and you're like, really? It's, a, it's, not a, it's not a good business. I think the Olympics should always be done in L.A. because L.A. has the infrastructure for it. That's just me being American. USA, USA, USA. Dogecoin slumps 20% after Tesla's Bitcoin shock. I'm only asking because remember after Saturday Night Live when he said on the air that it's a little bit of a ruse and it was down 40%. You have to feel comfortable with big losses if you're going to go with big hitters. If you're going to try to get a 1,000% return, you got to know that that risk comes with it. Hopefully. Um, gasoline's getting back to normal. Now, in the last couple of days, a lot of you have reached out to me and you're starting to get fearful. And I get that. What we see in Israel isn't very comforting, where people are throwing missiles at each other, where the United States sends an envoy to try to stop a war from breaking out. Um, I don't have an answer to that one. That's a global event, and there, there's something called risk. And I hate Maria Bartiromo. Just don't like her. I don't buy into the whole money, honey thing. Nah, not my thing. But I read her book a couple years ago, 15, 20 years ago, um, and it was drivel. But one of the things, she tried to say, use the news so you can become rich like me. <laughs> you married a billionaire. Good for you, honey. Like, I can't have that. <laughs> like, there's not a lot of Miss Kinsey Scotts floating around the world looking for me. Um, so one of the things that Maria Bartiromo brought up was risk. And she's like, there's inflation risk. There's headline risk. There's political risk. There's currency risk. And, and I thought that was probably the best chapter that she put together. Is You can probably come up with 20 different types of risks when it comes to investing. And some of them you can't control. Inflation is the worst one. Currency is an interesting one, though, too. Um, because Bitcoin is a currency risk, in my opinion. It's a risk to the U.S. dollar. It's a risk to the way business is done in the world. Um, so you got to kind of pay attention to that. Oh, in, in the funny divorce story of the day. I know you're saying funny divorce story. This You're going to snicker at this one. McKinsey Scott's going to 
help some activists who are trying to stop Amazon from building its Africa headquarters on sacred native land. That's a funny divorce story, right? So I'm pretty sure she probably oversees the children. <laughs> Let's just admit it. Jeff Bezos is out there living the lifestyle of a billionaire, trying to get in rockets. Like he had a, a big fear of helicopters and he basically leaves his wife for a helicopter pilot. Like he's a nut job in a good way and in a bad way. But can you imagine how fun that's going to be at Christmas? Hey, mom tried to block your, uh, your, your project in Africa. <laughs> Oh, billionaires fighting and the children get involved. I'm Rob Black. You can find me online at robblackshow.com. That's robblackshow.com. That's robblackshow.com. I got to go check out my kids. Take care. Have a good day.